You are Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Oakland Raiders. Just win. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Just win. Your team, Just every win. day. Just win. The autumn wind is a pirate, blustering in from sea. With a rollicking song, he sweeps along, swaggering boisterously. His face is weather beaten. He wears a hooded sash. With a silver hat about his head and a bristling black mustache, he growls as he storms the country, a villain big and bold. And the trees all shake and quiver and quake as he robs them of their gold. The autumn wind is a raider, pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won. What's happening, Raider Nation? It's your boy Q, host of the Locked On Raiders podcast, episode number 11. Today is the final day you're going to hear me complaining about Khalil Mack being traded. Actually, I really did that Saturday. I let that all out. Uh, I gave my two cents on the matter, uh, joined a couple podcasts, including Locked On Bears, to talk about it. I've talked about it on my radio show today on ESPN Central Texas, noon to three, Unnecessary Roughness, KRZI on TuneIn Radio, just a little cheap plug, you know what I'm saying? If you're looking for it, you can do that. So uh, I've given my two cents on it. I've, I've let it be known how I feel. And now today is going to be kind of the vent session for you, Raider Nation, I said uh, on the last podcast that I was going to open up the Locked On Raider podcast voicemail line at 707-654-4693 and let you just go ahead and vent, let it rip, give your thoughts. Got a ton of feedback, got a ton of feedback, so I apologize. I won't be able to get every call on the podcast tonight, but uh, I will get to, like the top 10. <laughs> okay, call number one, no name. Oh, if you call, leave your name. I want to give you props on it. I want to give you credit for it, and I'll, I will shout you out. And if I if I don't, it's because I don't know your name or I couldn't make it out on the call, and I'll just give you a nickname. So call number one has no name, but uh, here it is. Check it out. Hey, what's going on, man? Um, so basically, I, I got basically three points um, after this whole Khalil Mack thing. Uh, my first point is, uh, I just found you. I found you like a week ago, and I love you, man. I've been looking for a Raiders podcast. I listen to some football podcasts, but sometimes they have those talking heads on, and they're just talking all kinds of crap about the Raiders. It's kind of annoys me. I need a Raiders podcast, and you're perfect. And I appreciate you doing all this uh, for the fans, man, and I appreciate it. Um, second, I know I, I was really upset that first day. I couldn't – I. I was out of it, man. I was snapping at customers. It was bad. But today, I feel I feel a lot better. But something I've been noticing, I've been on the Facebook and on the Raiders uh, fan uh, forums, and something I've noticed, and it just hurts, is a lot of fans. I guess they're trying to justify the trade, you know, like they're trying to make it make it make sense in their mind. So they got to make up stuff about Mac. It's, it's stuff's been ranging from he's greedy, he's selfish. Um, to his teammates really didn't even want him there. And he, he wasn't that good anyways. You know, he, only, he was only a 10-sack kind of guy. And it's just, it's it's been piling up, man. And I just, this kind of toxicity, man, like, as much as it hurt, like, I, someone posted, like, a quote, apparently, that uh, Max said that he wanted to go to the highest bidder. And I looked at the, watched the introductory press conference, and it would hurt to watch that thing, but I watched the whole thing. And throughout the whole thing, he just, he didn't seem, like, there, you know? Like, he just seemed sort of, like, shocked still. Like, it's been a day, but he still looked and sounded like, what, am I actually here right now, you know? 
Like, I feel like it blindsided Mac as much as it did us. And that brings me to my third point. Screw his agent, man. Screw that guy. I guarantee you he doesn't give a crap about Khalil Mack or the team or the fans. He cares about his own pocket, and he knows he's going to get more money if he goes to the Bears than what the Raiders were offering. All right, my man. Thank you for the compliment. Glad you enjoyed the podcast. I will definitely continue to do my best. Um, basically, breaking that call down, fans trying to justify the the, the trade like uh, Mac was a problem. He was greedy. wasn't that good. Team didn't like him. All that is BS. All that is absolute BS. Uh, that's just fans trying to justify uh, him not being there anymore. Oh, well, he didn't want him anymore. It's kind of like, you know, when you break up with that girl, you know, she wasn't that hot anyway. No, she was. She was hot. She was smoking hot. She just left you. So it, it just is what it is. And he didn't even really leave the team. The team traded him. Uh, he was a, a model citizen, man, played in every single game in his career. So it's not like he was a guy that, uh, you know, was never available. No, he, he had all the availability. He was a hell of a player, busted his tail, hell of a leader. Uh, it's a big loss. It is absolutely a, a big loss. So uh, fans that are just saying that are just trying to make themselves feel better. Um, was Max shocked by the trade at the end of at his press conference? It, you know, yeah, probably. Because he spent the first four years of his career with the Raiders, and I'm probably sure in his mind he had no thought of leaving and no thought that he was going to get traded in the middle of the night. I mean, I'm sure he was as shocked as we were, to be 100% honest. I mean, and, and really, I've seen a couple pictures. I didn't torture myself and watch the whole, the whole press conference, but he didn't even look that thrilled, that happy. And he just received a huge check, and I'm sure he is. I'm sure he's very happy, but at the same time, better part of him, you know, is, is going to miss the silver and black, man. That's who he was. He was a Raider, so uh, it kind of stinks about that, but... I mean, that's part of the business, man. And you're talking about his agent doesn't care about him, just cares about the money. That's 100% true. But again, that's the agent. That's what the agent's supposed to do. That's the agent's job. Uh, that, that's who they are. You know, a lot of people kind of look at them as, as used car salesmen. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, their job is to make a sale and, and get the most money they can out of it. And uh, Joel Siegel is one of the best in the business for a reason. You know, and look, I, I've said it m- multiple times. Amari Cooper is represented by Joel Siegel. So if he has a big monster season... Joel Siegel's going to try to get him paid. That's just something that he does. So um, I understand where you're coming from with his agent. I do think that they could have handled things differently and better uh, from his point of view, from Mac and his agent's point of view. And also, I think the Raiders could have handled things a little bit better. But uh, here we are, and uh, it doesn't even matter. So, (laughs) all right, let's just jump right into it. Let's keep it uh, moving. Call number two, no name as well, but uh, short and sweet. And here it is. Yeah, man, I don't get it. Cool Mac is a a once-in-a-generation type talent. Uh... Let them go. I don't see how that makes the team better. Uh, I understand that there's uh, financial issues that are involved, but uh, you just can't. You, you, the guy's got to be a part of her team. That's that's all that's got to be said. Yes, you're absolutely right. Mac is a once in a generational type player. Letting him go does not make the team better right now. I mean, no matter what, it doesn't make the team better right now because they receive draft picks. So who knows what those draft picks could turn out to be? I kind of went over it in great length on a uh, on Saturday's uh, episode on, on September first episode that just because you have the draft picks don't mean it's going to be someone really good. Um, you know, and, and yeah, the financial commitments were really tough, but you know, the Raiders could have could have made him play. This year, you know, they could have said, hey, you're under contract. It's almost $14 million. It's your fifth year. You do have to play. Or, you know, they could have done what they did, which is trade him. So I don't like it. I kind of wish that they had just had him play it out and and hope that maybe things uh, change, the, the climate change, and, and maybe they could have worked something out uh, in, in the next offseason. I'd have been okay with that. But clearly they wanted to move on from this situation. And, and like I uh, said on, on the last podcast, I just don't think that 
that uh, John Gruden wanted to pay a defensive player more than he was paying his, his franchise quarterback. And that's just really what it boils down to. Call number three is from my man Daryl out of Los Angeles. Hey Q, it's your boy Daryl out of Los Angeles. Man, I don't know about this. I just don't know. I know everyone's blowing you up probably about how Cleo Mack getting traded and, and how they're in their feelings about it. Honestly, I just I just don't have any faith in McKenzie. You're going to get all these draft picks, not really all these draft picks, it's a first, a third, a, a swap of a first, and a sixth. At the end of the day, man, you get all these draft picks, and you got to actually pick players. Since McKenzie has been the GM, I, I honestly can't say he's had a very good draft left other than when he took Leo Mack and Derek Carr. I don't know. I don't know if Gruden's not in charge. Maybe Gruden's making these picks. It just doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. Talk me off this ledge because, really, I'm looking at the season and I'm saying, we just took a step back. No step forward. I haven't even really seen the first team play a full preseason game or any other preseason game. So, I don't know, man. Hit me up. Let me know if you think this is something we should be upset about. Later. Okay, appreciate that call, Daryl. And, uh, you know, not having a lot of faith in McKenzie after the trade and, and what he got back. And let me give you the details of the, the trade real quick. The Bears received Khalil Mack, obviously, and a 2020 second-round pick plus a conditional 2025th round pick. All right, that's what they got. The Raiders received back 2019 first-round pick, 2020 first-round pick, 2023rd round pick, and 2019 sixth-round pick. So that's exactly what they got back, a bunch of picks. Who knows what they're going to turn out to be, but I guarantee you every time the Raiders get to the podium with those picks in their hands, everyone will say, this was one of the picks for Khalil Mack, and that player will always be judged on, you were Khalil Mack. Same as you know what the Raiders gave up before for, for Randy Moss, and it turned out to be uh, you know, not too great. And then when the Raiders traded him to New Orleans or to New England, excuse me, and uh, whatever pick they got back for that, that was also called the Randy Moss pick. So that's just how it's going to be. Um, I, I will say, trying to talk you off the ledge, I think you should still be excited for this season. I, I think the Raiders' defense is going to be really good. Uh, we didn't see anything from the offense in the preseason, but it was the preseason. They're not going to show a whole lot. Uh, I think this team is talented. They have a lot of talent on paper. They just have to go out there and execute it. And I do think with all the coaches that they have, the real deal coaches that they have on the staff, they should be really good. But missing 52 is going to hurt. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm not going try to try to uh, shine it up and make it look good. Missing number 52 is absolutely going to hurt. All right, that was Fast and Furious. That was segment number one of the Locked On Raiders podcast. Uh, when we come back in segment number two, we're going to keep these calls rolling. So keep it right where you got it. You are Locked On Raiders, your daily Oakland Raiders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Raider Nation, to the Locked On Raiders podcast. I am your host, your boy Q. You can reach me at your boy Q254 on Twitter. And of course, like the calls that I'm uh, playing tonight on the episode, uh, you can do just like that. Reach out on the Locked On Raiders podcast voicemail line at 707-654-4693. Without further ado, let's get into the next call from my man, Akeem, in Oakland. Hey, Q. Prince Hakeem, following out of Oakland, California. Gotta say, I love, love the Black Hole Banner podcast. Listening the other day, heard the Lockdown podcast. I was excited. I get to get more content, but I just wanted to say, in addition to the Khalil Mack, we just basically gave up a third-round pick that we just cut Marquez Bryant. We let Michael Crab- We essentially gave up Michael Crabtree for Jordy Nelson. We cut Marquette King. We let Mark, we let Cordero Patterson go. 
So all these subtractions, all these subtractions, very little to show for it. We haven't looked impressive in preseason. I don't know. This John Gruden project is not looking so good. And even our kicker, like it, it, it's it's a mess. I'm trying to stay optimistic, but I don't know. Hey, keep up the great work. Thank you. Thank you, my man, for the compliment on the podcast. Definitely appreciate that. And I can see your frustration. I can hear your frustration. Crabtree gone. Martavis Bryant, he gets uh, he gets traded for, give up a third-round pick. Now he's gone a couple minutes later. Cordero Patterson, he's gone. You know, not a lot to show for it right now. You feel like the John Gruden project's not looking so great right now? Totally get it. Totally get it. Now it's, a, it's one of those situations where he's got to prove it. You know, everything was sounding good. Everything was looking good. You know, I've been on the hype train forever. I've been super excited about him coming back. Well, now he's got to prove it, man. Because until he proves it, he's going to be questioned just because of everything that happened with Khalil Mack and all those other uh, comings and goings, as you as you mentioned in that call. So it's put up or shut up time for, for Chucky. Uh, the good thing for Raider Nation is we don't have a whole long time to wait. You know, uh, first game of the season is going to be Monday night, Oakland Coliseum. The Rams will be in town. And... Then it won't be speculation. Then we'll be able to talk about exactly what we're seeing from this Raiders team. So, again, Gruden, it's it's put up or shut up time. So, uh, thank you so much for the call, Akeem. I definitely appreciate that. Let's go out to North Carolina. Go ahead, my man. Uh, he didn't leave his name. Well, he did leave his name, but I can never understand it, and I always say it wrong. So, I'm just going to call my man North Carolina. Uh, he's on the Locked On Raider podcast. Yo, Q. P.E. again here calling from North Carolina. Man, I just called the show the other day, and we talked about the – Khalil Mack situation, and now he's traded, man. I didn't think it was going to happen. I don't think you thought it was going to happen. I don't think anyone in Raider Nation thought it was going to happen, but it did. And you know what this seems like to me? Mike Shanahan. Mike Shanahan was always the coach that thought his system was greater than any one player. But yet he didn't win a Super Bowl until he had John Elway, and he didn't win a Super Bowl afterwards. And his arrogance kind of led him to – um not win any more Super Bowls because he traded away good players also. He let good players walk. Um, so, you know, cockiness and arrogance, man, that's not a good way for Gruden to start off, you know. I don't think we should have traded Khalil Mack, but I don't think we should have paid him all that money either. Like I said on the previous call, we should have just let him play out his contract and then franchise him next year. But uh, I know I'll get your thoughts later on anyway, but I uh, just wanted to uh, put my little two cents out there. Peace out, Raider Nation. All right, my man. Definitely appreciate that call. And, yeah, you know what? I can, I can see a little Mike Shanahan situation, you know, bigger than the team. You know, uh, his his system is better than the players, kind of plug and play. It's similar to what Belichick does in, in New England. And, you know, actually, it's funny that you bring that up because I did hear a lot of people over the weekend talking about Belichick and what he does, and he would have never paid his uh, defensive player 23 million dollars. He would have never gave him $90 million guaranteed. He would have just traded him, got some pieces, and, and uh, you know, and then put someone else in that situation. And I can see that to a certain extent, but at the same time, man, uh, the Raiders don't have the, the, the history and the, the pedigree right now with winning as, as the Patriots do, I mean, at least as of late. You know, of course, the Raiders won Super Bowls back in the days, but, but uh, you know, the Patriots have been consistently going back to the Super Bowl year in and year out. So uh, I'm not going to argue with anything they're doing right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to argue with anything they're doing, but you can't just say, oh, we're just going to do like the Patriots because everyone ain't the Patriots. That's just how, how it goes down. But, yeah, I can see that comparison, man. I, I definitely uh, like that you brought that up. I can see that little Mike Shanahan ego is a little bit bigger than the team. And, you know, again, like I told uh, Hakeem in Oakland, man, we're going to have to see how this plays out. Going to have to really, really see how this plays out because it could be really cool and really great and, and work out really well or 
we, we might want to just take ourselves out back and shoot ourselves. You know what I mean? We might just ask someone to, hey, take me out back and just shoot me in the head. Kill me now. You know what I mean? Because this is going to be another terrible season. I'm hoping for option A and not option B. I'd rather be celebrating all 2018, but we'll see, man. It's, it's, it's going to be a... It's going to be a big test in Oakland, so uh, definitely appreciate that call, and uh, I hope, like I said, it's option A and not option B. Uh, Keep it going fast and furious. Call number six comes from my man Dan in Ohio. Hey, Q. It's uh, Dan from Ohio, uh, lifelong Raiders fan, lifelong resident of Ohio. Uh, Hey, uh, enjoy your show, and I just listened to your podcast that uh, was fresh off the announcement before really the details of the, the trade. We knew there was the two first-round picks, but uh, subsequent to your show that I just listened to most of, we learned that uh, Raiders also gave up a second-round pick and all of that, which uh, seems like they could have negotiated that better. Um, so that's, that's obviously number one. But uh, number two, what I wanted to just ask you about uh now, the Khalil Mack trade, you know, here in Ohio has kept me up at night. I I wonder about the team, the trust level, uh, the shock, and uh, them, them being ready to go week one, being able to keep their focus and everything. They're professionals and all that, but I, you know, the excitement of John Gruden's return in Oakland and everything that that appeared that, that it was going to be is now – you know, obviously very different because of because of this. So, uh, but but um, you know, Derek Carr not too long ago was the highest paid player, and now we would have uh, Khalil Mack as the highest paid defensive player. Um, <clears throat> now, I don't know how all this works with franchise tag and all that. You know, I'm a Raiders fan. I'm a football fan, but. I admit I don't get into the the financials and the details, the weeds of how all that works. But like the Kirk Cousins, you know, Raiders, my understanding, they could have taken that route rather than, than giving him up. But um, I guess I just want your thoughts on what would it have looked like if the Raiders did take Khalil Mack. First of all, I don't know if they, they could have done what the, what the Bears did. But... Uh, if that's what it was going to take, and let's say the Raiders paid everything they possibly had to to keep him. And so now he, he potentially, let's say he's either the highest paid defensive player or close to it. What are your thoughts on what that would have done to the team? So you have Derek Carr, you have Khalil Mack, and now you pretty much don't have any resources left for free agency and to fill other holes. I'm not saying at all that this was the right move. Uh, makes me sick. Thanks for the compliment, my man. And, uh, you know, first off the top, man, giving up the second-round pick, yeah, that seems kind of crazy, man. It seems real crazy that you actually had to give up something besides Khalil Mack. You know what I'm saying? Like, how does that happen? You're giving up a dude who's been a two-time All-Pro. Uh, he's been an All-Pro at two different positions. He's got 40-something sacks already in his career, never missed a game, and you're giving up a pick for him? That was something that kind of made me scratch my head, too. Really didn't seem, uh, you know, like that was that was right. And then to hear, you know, uh, John Gruden say that he didn't have no part in in giving up the second round pick. So it seemed like him and Reggie aren't on the same page, but yet they're supposed to be on the same page. Uh, just, I don't know. Seemed really strange, man. And, and again, like I've said before, I, I would wish 
things had gone differently. I wish that both sides had handled this differently. Uh, the franchise tag question that you had talked about, well, uh, you know, just for this year, for a defensive end, it's almost $18 million. So if they had franchise tagged him next year, it would have been uh, just about $20 million in, in the one season for the one season. So it was going to get very costly. It's, it's kind of one of those situations where I kind of look at all the time, like, what, at, what, at what cost? At what time, you know, do, do they just stop, stop one-upping one each other? That's the question. You know, at, at what point does the, the money run out or the money say, okay, this is too high, uh, press reset or, or something, you know? That's a, uh, that's a, a damn good question. Uh, again, if they wanted to, they could have had him play out this year, almost $14 million. They could have tagged him next year, could have tagged him the year after that, similar to what the Redskins have done with, uh, with well, did do with Kirk Cousins and similar to what the, the Steelers have been doing with Le'Veon Bell. Uh, Gruden said that he didn't want that kind of situation. He wanted to move on from it. And I respect it in a certain extent to saying, hey, I don't want this headache looming over the team. But at the same time, that's Khalil Mack, and that's almost a headache that's worth having it. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like having that that one girl that, boy, she's a pain in the ass. But when she's not, <laughs> yeah, man, then she's worth it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm talking about, that, that extra special moment. But anyway, I mean, it just it is what it is, I guess, and, and that's just – this is how it's going to be. So uh, definitely appreciate that call. And uh, we will get back to more phone calls on this Locked On Raiders podcast, the little vent session today, uh, 707-654-4693, 707-654-4693. That is the voicemail line. And always you can hit me up on Twitter at your boy Q254. You are Locked On Raiders. Your daily podcast on the Oakland Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. All right, Raider Nation, we're back at it again. Locked On Raider Podcast. This is segment number three. Going to close it out with a couple more calls and a couple comments. And then, if uh, time permitting, drop in a little bit of news and notes. So, uh, without further ado, let's keep it moving. 707-654-4693. My man, Tony in L.A. Hey, Q. It's uh, Tony from uh, Raider Nation. LA, um, man, I just needed to vent about what's really going on over here. Um, I have no clue why we would trade Cleo Mack right now. Like, it makes no sense. I listened to John Gruden's press conference like three times to try to get as much as I can out of the situation as possible. Um, they asked him. Why now? Why did they trade him now? Why not wait or why not trade him before? So, I mean, his answer makes sense of why we waited because he thought he would get a deal done. But it makes no sense when he said that the Rams game was looming around the corner. We didn't trade for players. We didn't trade for anyone that will help us for the Rams game. It's only that the... I guess, idea of a player holding out to distract the team enough for the Rams game? The Raiders just shit the bet on this. They should have waited. They should have franchised tagged them for two years. I just don't see how this is how we will win now in Oakland. Like he said, they will win now in two years to bring a championship to Oakland. Taking these picks does not set us up to win now. Franchising Toyo Mack for two years, helps us win now. 
All right. Thank you, Tony, for the call. And you know, that question that you asked, why did it take him so long to make this move? Not saying it's the right move, but why did it take him so long? I was kind of wondering that, too. If that was the situation, if they thought about making this trade and, and they were going to make a trade and they wanted to get a couple first round picks, why not, why not do it around draft time? You know what I'm saying? Like, why not do it around draft time and then go and get your your commodities or get your your pieces that you thought, you know, you could replace uh, this guy with? Uh, I, I didn't like the timing either. Uh, I, I also didn't know and didn't understand why they were taking or waiting. And I don't know if they really did, but this is the, the reports is that they were waiting to see what uh, Aaron Donald's contract looked like. You knew that they were going to have to one up him. If I had been the Raiders, I would have tried to hurry up and get him signed before Aaron Donald. So they didn't have to one up him. But, I mean, again, that's agents, that's players, that's teams. They're, they're doing their thing. But I, I thought that the timing was kind of odd as well. Uh, I do think that a little bit of, of the frustration, Gruden was upset about Mac not showing up. I'm sure Mac was a little upset about Gruden not reaching out to him as much as he should have or, you know, making a big effort. I'm sure there was hurt egos on both sides. And I'm not just talking Gruden's ego. I'm talking about Mac's ego as well. I mean, these guys are world-class athletes, man. These guys are going to going to have an ego as well so I'm sure everybody had hurt feelings in this situation and that happens sometimes in negotiations uh, I still going back to a call we had earlier I think that uh, Khalil was actually really shocked that he got traded I'm sure he was really happy he got that money but I'm sure he was uh, really really shocked that he got traded so uh, it, it's just a crazy situation it does not help the team now at all because obviously you can't get any draft picks or you can't use your draft picks until I don't know the draft so uh, that stinks so we'll have to see what kind of year this is going to be. Again, it's either going to be really, really good and shock a lot of people, or it's going to really stink. And if it really stinks, well, then, well, <laughs> be picking pretty high. <laughs> the Raiders will be picking pretty high in the draft in 2019. Thank you so much, Tony, for that call. Uh, let's go out to H-Town now. My man Dino on the Locked On Raiders podcast. What's up, man? It's Dino from H-Town. Q, what a day, bro. What a bad day. What a bad day, Raider Nation. I just don't get it. Never would I have thought that we'd somehow lose Coil Mack. Like, how did this even happen? I just don't get it. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't see, I, I don't see the logic in any of this, man. And I don't see how this doesn't seep over into the locker room, you know? Like, guys, guys have got to be devastated by this. You know, moves, moves like this crush team chemistry. And you know, you know the guys that are, like, expected to lead, like Derek and Bruce and, you know, guys that have been around for a while, they, they're feeling some type of way. they got to. You know, they're human. They're just like us. And that was, you know, that's the heart of the team right there. In my opinion, that's the heart of the team. Like, Derek may be the face of the franchise, but if you just, like, if you just look at, like, the pregame stuff and, like, it's always, it's always Khalil hyping the team up, you know, and it's always, like, Khalil that a lot of the defensive dudes look to, like, for guidance, a lot of, like, young defensive dudes, like, that we brought in that really would have benefited from having a dude like him around. Like, they got to be shaking their heads, too. I know, like, Bruce Irvin tweeted out something, and a couple other guys had, like, just not anything long, you know, just, like, the same shock as everybody else, but... And then not only did we lose him, but we didn't even get sufficient value in return for him. Like, we got two firsts, a third, and a sixth. Do you have any idea? Like, especially, like, if you look at, like, you went over the our draft history, like, since Charles Woodson, like, one home run. That's ridiculous. Like, it's going to be – that's going to be so hard to get the same value in return for what we gave. Like, it's next to impossible. There's no good reason you trade a once-in-a-generation player – 
who's, like I said, the heart of your team, and he probably hasn't even peaked yet. And in the process of that, you don't even get, like, close to sufficient value back. And in reality, it's not even two first-round picks. We traded our second rounder to them, so essentially we just traded up into the first. And why why did we even send them picks in the first place? Why? Why 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 would why did we send them picks? Like you said, they were robbing us in the middle of the night and we woke up and we handed them our car keys and we went back to sleep. And it's absolutely ridiculous. And I'm starting like I'm starting to lose my faith a little bit, man. And I was pumped when Gruden got here, like and I'm not that guy either. I'm always the optimist, like, especially when it comes to the Raiders and like all the downtimes, like I'm always the optimist, and especially when it comes to Gruden. Like, I was pumped when I, when I saw that we, the, you know, we got him for 10 years. Like, I'm like you, man. Like, I have been, like, pounding the table to get him back, like, through all these bum coaches that we've had. And actually, my man Dino, he, uh, he was so passionate that he got cut off. So uh, here's part two of Dino's call. Yo, it's Dino from H-Town. I guess this will be part two because I got cut off. But uh, I was saying, starting with the releasing of Crabtree, like, even then, I started, like, you know, kind of worrying a little bit. Like, Crabtree has been Derek's, like, boy, like, since since he pretty much started coming into the quarterback that he is. Like, he's leaned on Crabtree a lot. And and we bring in, like, Martavius Bryant. But Jordy Nelson, maybe, you know, he's a little bit older than Crabtree. And maybe he's still got something left in the tank. But I don't think that that was – a fair that was a good trade off. Like I really don't. Maybe I hope I'm proven wrong. But we bring in a guy like Martavius Bryant and now he's gone too and that pick that the Raiders used to have Bryant around for four months essentially was what they received from the Cardinals when they traded down in the first round, um, from ten to fourteen or whatever it was. And the Cardinals got a franchise quarterback out of that and they should have been they should have given us way more than a third round pick. So essentially that trade down in the draft, ultimately we got nothing. Zero. Like we moved down for nothing. Anyway, is this like the worst imaginable start that I could think of for Gruden? Like I couldn't imagine it much much worse than this. Like this is pretty bad. Maybe maybe it shouldn't be all placed on him like Reggie Shirley, you know, he deserves a lot of the blame. But it's just going to be tough to watch this year, especially when the losses start piling up and everyone starts questioning their faith in Gruden's madness and all that stuff. I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully I'm wrong. I hope. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But I'm hurting right now, just like you. I feel your pain, bro. September 1st is definitely going to be a day that you know goes down in infamy. But hopefully, better days are ahead of us, man. Stay up, bro. Deuce. All right, definitely appreciate that. And so now let me get into it. Uh, how does this affect the Raiders locker room? Uh, I mean, it's 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 interesting, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm more interested in seeing how it affects the young guys in the locker room, not really the older dudes, not the guys uh, like the Bruce Irvins or, or the Marshawn Lynches or Derek Carr, who already's got his contract, or, you know, those guys. I'm thinking about the guys like Garyon Conley, who was a first-round draft pick. What if he turns out to be really stinking good in a couple years he's looking for a contract extension? Is he thinking about back like, well... They didn't. They didn't pay Mac. What are they going to pay me? You know what I mean? Like these are the guys that I'm really worried about are the young dudes. You know the guys like coming up in this draft. Looks like they got a bunch of good defensive players. Mo Hurst. You think if Mo Hurst ain't the real deal, he's going to want a real good contract? That dude was a fifth round pick. He ain't got no for NFL NFL wise. He ain't got no real deal money yet. He's going to want a big deal. You know. So 
uh, I, I worry more about the, the locker room, not really the play on the field and being distracted or being upset because I think that these guys are all professionals. They're going to go out there and, and try to ball. But I just think that in their mind, they're thinking, well, hell, if they're not going to pay him, what makes me think that they're going to pay me? You know what I mean? And I think that that happens to any of us in any kind of profession. If, if uh, you know, you look at someone who's a superstar at your job and, and if, if they're not getting paid with what they should be getting paid, what makes you think you're going to get paid, right? So that's that's really where I think it affects them as far as the locker room goes. Uh, this is kind of a rough start for Gruden. You know, the, the team is, is the oldest team in the league and there's a lot of questionable moves have been made. Trades happened, didn't think got enough value. Uh, trade for a guy, give up a third round pick and then cut him. Trade for a guy and then trade him. I mean, there's a lot of questionable moves that have been made since Gruden's taken over. And so, uh, yeah, it's definitely not the kind of start that uh, Raider fans, including myself, who, who's been pounding the pavement and saying that uh, Chucky needs to come back and return to the Raiders. Sometimes, you know, you, 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 you think that you want something so bad, and then when you get it, you realize that, man, maybe I really didn't want that after all. So I don't know. Maybe I'll be saying that at the end of 2018. Hopefully not. But who, who knows? Maybe we'll be singing his praises. Maybe we'll think like, man, Chucky had it uh, figured out all along. I, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, we haven't even gotten to week one yet, so I won't be able to, to make, that, uh, <laughs> make that judgment until we see some games actually being played. And the good thing is there will be a game played on Monday night. Raiders, Rams, Oakland Coliseum, pretty fired up about that. So Dino in H-Town, definitely appreciate the call, my man. I heard the passion in your voice, and, and I love it. Appreciate all the calls. Appreciate all the feedback. Appreciate all the feedback we received uh, so far on this Lockdown Raiders podcast. We've been doing it now uh, 11 episodes, and it's been going really, really well. So definitely appreciate you for doing that. And again, you can reach out to me at any time, at your boy Q254 on Twitter, and always on the Lockdown Raider podcast voicemail line at 707 654 Four six nine three. That's it for the vent session. Uh, Khalil Mack is a Chicago Bear, and we won't bring him up anymore on this podcast. Uh, it's just, it's just how it is. We're just gonna have to move on. All right. So uh, till next time, just win, baby. <laughs>